You're listening to an episode of the Break the Cycle podcast on the SVTV network. Welcome to episode 11 of Break the Cycle. I have a very special guest with me. Aisha and I met at work in the weirdest way possible uh, over email. And the funniest thing was just how well we connected over just not even talking. There was no verbal communication initially. And then uh, when we met, we realized how both of us were on a journey to literally break our cycles. And after much push and pull, I decided that I am going to bring her as a guest on the show. She was very reluctant, but I decided that I'm going to do so anyway. Uh, to give you guys an idea of who Aisha is, Aisha uh, is a published author as well. She has released her own book of uh, short poems she's written over a period of time. It is available on Amazon. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes. Uh, we're going to talk about something that I started talking about with uh, Vijayaraj Singh in the first episode. Uh, we're going to dive further into that. So I hope you enjoy this one. Um, as always, your feedback's welcome. And let's get started. What up, Aish? Hi, Adhar. <laughs> you did drag me here. I did drag you here, yes. didn't I? <laughs> yes, and you put me in a spot. Spotlight, literally. 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 literally, there is a light here. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> yes. So I, what's up? <laughs> I see the puns don't stop anywhere. Never. <laughs> never. We never run out of them. We never run out of them. Yes. <laughs> And the jokes. And the jokes. Yes. It's been a fun ride, man. It has been. Yeah. And it's been a very short one, but doesn't feel like it. <laughs> short, but... Relatively. Easy. Like Relatively, I said, time yeah. is an illusion. Oh, there we go. <laughs> right off the bat, huh? I don't know any other way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So just for everyone else's uh, knowledge, I'm going to recap how we typically start the episode. Okay. And... Uh, my first question to you is going to be, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, about your journey? What just, would you like to know? Or just from the beginning, if you were to introduce yourself to people. Okay. I am Aisha. I have many roles. Mm -hmm. I am woman, daughter, sister, <laughs> and or... Well, th things evolve, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we work together, so mm -hmm. digital marketing professional by day. Mm -hmm. Dreamer, wild woman, <laughs> poet, <laughs> and whatnot by night. But yeah. Are you sure it's by night? Uh, well, all the time. <laughs> just just what I do for work is uh, relatively... Relatively well, yeah. segregated by time. Yes. Uh, and mood. And mood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, if you had to ask me about my journey, well, um, how would you want me to frame that? I mean, I've heard your episodes. Mm -hmm. I know what you're asking me, mm -hmm. but I would like you to elaborate. <laughs> All right. So, wow, this is like a question answer with me. Anyway. Hi there. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Have you met me? <laughs> Which is why I brought you on board, didn't Absolutely, I? Absolutely, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, so, uh, you and I have been, I'm going to get right to it. Sure. Absolutely. I think you and I have been talking a lot about uh, spirituality and weirdly enough, the title of the show, Breaking the Cycle, right? Absolutely. We've all been breaking our own cycles through and through. Uh, in fact, very recently, mm -hmm. like our conversations recently have just been like 
people call it big headed mm-hmm. whatever you may uh i used to pride myself for being somebody who never like back down mm-hmm. or or as in the face of problems would stick uh, stand her ground do things right mm-hmm. however uh at some point in time while i had been struggling with it i didn't even realize i had been struggling with stuff so so be it an episode of uh, say a depressive bout so we are our stories right mm-hmm. we are we are the trauma we carry in families mm-hmm. we are the uh, heartbreaks we face mm-hmm. we are the people we meet mm-hmm. and the and the imprint they leave on us good or bad right right so i have well privately always been an observer mm-hmm. i have uh, lived in my world of books mm-hmm. and stories and i've liked that and curiously and not surprisingly the way i am i did not i wrote my book or the poems that i wrote uh, were for my own comfort they mm-hmm. weren't for public consumption or validation or all those things i just had this urge to write because if i struggled at any point for a long time i associated writing with pain oh yeah because for me it was release okay and uh, it gave me a place to express myself mm-hmm. where i couldn't speak up right or which is very hard people find it hard to believe that i don't speak up <laughs> but wait you don't <laughs> well no but the po- so interestingly my yeah. book then has received has actually brought me a lot of uh, comments like but you're such a happy person how do you write such intense stuff mm-hmm. and then it just makes you realize like for me it's very amusing i've told you this that i um i don't i am no longer the person who wrote the book who wrote the poems interesting in that sense so if i i'm I'm trying to bring it around mm-hmm. the book because it's a pivotal mind milestone so to say because the de- decision to do that was I just decided to go open about who I am right about what bothered me mm-hmm. the pain I bore and all that and that decision itself opened up a lot of avenues usually like everything else like human beings heartbreak usually causes you to re- introspect your choices mm-hmm. which i did and uh, at different points of course but uh, i think it's you only actually break a cycle when you get fed up of yourself okay when you realize that okay this is not working mm-hmm. something is not right and as somebody who's always tried to uh, not assign blame on other people you blame yourself but hmm. but 
uh, when you stop and you realize where is this coming from right so that and that point happened to me sometime with, with when i was may, maybe four years five years ago mm-hmm. maybe six i ca- you can't put a time on it because as i said i am somebody who's documented her life in different forms and words and whatever ways right but uh, i've always been somebody who has been sensitive to experiences sensitive to people sensitive to whatever you may but and also been somebody very stubborn about chasing happiness okay no matter what for me mm-hmm. happiness is something that is extremely important and i think it is every person's personal responsibility to chase that and i think it was at some point that i realized every time i broken a cycle it has been that i am not happy how would you define happiness I, i i'll tell you why i asked that because you and i have been going you and i have been discussing subjects like these for a while now we have yes and uh, happiness or oh, like from i feel that there's a lot of uh misuse for the word absolutely um when you say happiness do you mean fulfillment do you mean the emotion of happiness like how would you define happiness is not an emotion right it's a state right right mm-hmm. and i won't say that so happiness really is is internal it's mm-hmm. not external it doesn't come out from outside right right mm-hmm. and understanding that i believe is something that people feel very very challenged by mm-hmm. i believe that um, so here's the thing i believe that the freedom to be authentic mm-hmm. as you are all of you is is happiness is the pursuit of happiness okay so that can be very different for everybody mm-hmm. right however uh it is not in the car you dri- drive it is never going to be in how much money you make right it's never going to be in uh anything external from you be it relationships be it uh acclaim be mm-hmm. it anything and here is here is something that i am continuously exploring right i think for me happiness has become a state where i am able to find calm in myself independently from anything mhm and which is why you're in a state of joy okay okay now the point is that so i believe that we are born to be happy right mm-hmm. we are destined to be happy okay however somewhere on the way we pick up these things that attach to us right. ideas conditioning limited beliefs from loved ones okay and i like how you i like how you put quotes on that loved ones yeah because <coughs> see the the thing is that again hmm. love is also conditional as we know it while we say present definition yes present definitions of it yeah. right so understanding that i believe is the challenge mm-hmm and it's something that i i won't say that i have cracked the code mm. it's a process yeah which is why it's a journey it's not a destination mm-hmm. right yeah and it's about finding that and choosing to find that equilibrium constantly as you flow right right 
so the it's the letting go of stuff that get in the way of you being happy mm-hmm. so the more things you require right. to be happy yeah the more dependencies you increase right right mm-hmm. what happens is that when you are in a happy state so for me i have had episodes in life where i could not see the other side okay okay mm-hmm. because we all have that right when you're down on your knees on the floor crying or yeah because yeah, yeah. painting a picture mm. however dramatic it sounds i i have thought myself matlab the boys in my head has said ki okay you're being dramatic but at that point it's all you can do yeah and it's your only release at that yeah, point yeah and even then mm-hmm. those have been very private experiences for me so as somebody who knows me otherwise will mm-hmm. not think that i'm capable of that kind of misery right but i believe that only when you've known that kind of misery are you capable of that kind of joy because the deeper the depths yeah the higher the highs right right yeah you pull back like a catapult <laughs> and i think somewhere something deep within me understands that even if i don't yeah something deeper inside understands that you need to go through that you need to have those points and to consciously break out of circumstances mm-hmm. nobody in my life is a villain right okay i believe that mm-hmm. uh people are doing what they are doing because of what whatever is going on with them things that they want to face or don't want to face want to talk about don't want to talk about so at this point i can say that nobody's a villain in my life mm-hmm. which is why it's very diff- very easy for me to understand when somebody is being who they are right and because i've been there mm-hmm. i've been troubled and i remember that so it humbles you so you know that you have to keep striving for happiness because what else is there and looking for meaning looking for mm-hmm. why why not not even why but why not be happy <laughs> that's an interesting way to put it yeah but why not yeah it's that right why why would you choose to say that ye nahi ho raha hai or that is not working or this is not working for me or that mm-hmm. is not working why would you do that i mean it's self defeating right like now a lot of people will probably come to me and say ki it's easy for you to say hell no <laughs> like hell no but isn't it is just a, it's just it takes one snap of a finger to decide that am i going to be happy now or i'm going to be miserable about this when so something it's a choice it's a choice but then okay let's i'm going to play devil's advocate here Sure, please. Um, that's what you do. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> um, so do I. <laughs> the story of the story of uh, it's easy for you to say, hmm. right? And sure, a lot of people. I, I've I've heard a lot of people say that as well. And sometimes I'm begin. I mean, to me, I'm kind of beginning to see that for a lot of them, yeah, it is actually difficult in a way. for them to see that the freedom of choice yeah yeah it is it is because, because if we were to go by the fact that everyone ultimately does have a choice right hmm. that's what you and i agree upon yes. however if i but then that's our belief 
correct? For the person listening to this, might not believe might that. not believe that they have a choice. And for all you know, okay, by our perception, we may think that they do, but um, quote unquote reality may be different. So how right. do you? I mean, how do we reconcile that? See, I'll tell you what. Uh, when I say I lift, I choose to be happy. Mm-hmm. It's not without. It's not a choice without courage. It it is a hard choice because, mm-hmm. like you said, reality. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. It exists. And I am not saying that we in denial and pretend to be happy and go ooh la la, but I am saying that the ability to look at something that is giving you pain mm-hmm. and identifying that it is giving me that pain because I'm allowing it to because of the story I attach to it. Right. Because the hardest thing people struggle with is giving up their story, the story in their head. Mm-hmm. a victim consciousness or uh, it's easier to hold somebody else responsible and I've told you this that mm. it can happen by pointing fingers at others mm-hmm. problem hai, that, that person this person God world everything yeah. right yeah but why did you allow it mm-hmm. it's that and that was something that that hit me okay at one point that because we have these understand these notions about how love is mm-hmm. with family with friends with what you tolerate right because something see that's that's the thing for me emotions are like a barometer mm-hmm. of what is my truth right right i want you to define love for a second i'm sorry i am going to pause you here but i i i need you to define love for a second love how so we're talking about the conventional definition, right? What is the conventional definition? What is it actually? I don't. I don't know if I'm an authority of it. That's fine. I. I, I mean, an opinion. Hmm. Okay. Um, because ultimately, it's like I, I think one thing we'll all agree uh, agree upon is that truth is subjective. Absolutely. Right. So your understanding of something w- would be vastly different from someone else's understanding Absolutely. of something. Absolutely. But and considering that we're talking about, but I do believe that certain concepts are universal. Absolutely, love is one of them. Yeah. So okay, I'll tell you what the toughest thing is mm-hmm. in life. A lot of us are not comfortable with sitting with our discomfort. Right. Right? I think that is the biggest struggle. Pain's not fun. <laughs> Pain is not fun, so we numb it, we mm-hmm. run from it, we deny it. Mm-hmm. Those are ways we cope with it, but we don't manage it. Right. Right? So here's the thing. Like I said, joy is a nat- natural state for us, right? Similarly, so is love. Mm-hmm. Right? We are born to know love right. in its different forms. What gets in the way of that is uh, baggage of family, their stories, what they understand of love, what mm-hmm. they carry to carry forward. They give you your basic emotional blueprint, mm-hmm. right, of how you see love. So you either go replicating it mm-hmm. consciously or you go rebelling it consciously right. into every future relationship after that. Mm-hmm. So for me... Love is something that is 
an evolving concept because as I grow older, as I, as the men I have known, mm-hmm. or the people who have influenced me romantically, quote unquote, <laughs> again, um, I thank I thank all of them. I mean, at at um, in whatever capacity, some of them were terrible to me mm-hmm. in in 3D terms, like I say in mm. human human terms as we understand it but they were so critical to my growth as a person mm-hmm. right because when i look back i think how did i even tolerate that <laughs> why did i even take that yeah. because love right mm-hmm. because i understand love or rather understood love at that point in that capacity because that is what i had seen mm-hmm. growing up i had seen that you had to do everything unconditionally, take everything, whatever the other person's dishing out mm-hmm. for it to be love. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And what they don't tell you that you you are expected to have the same expectation in return. Right. While it is unconditional. Yeah. Right? But it is about what you accept for yourself also. Because love, if you don't love yourself is not love true right yeah uh and that is something i arrived at eventually mm-hmm. on my journey it's something that i'm constantly arriving at mm-hmm. in different ways because something something hits me and i'm like okay then what's going on here <laughs> you know that i do that yeah, yeah yeah and so love in the conventional sense is the fluttery blood butterflies, the poems that I write, the <laughs> Hindi movie, Shah Rukh Khan, and whatnot. Yeah. And it feels beautiful because, mm-hmm. but that's romance. Right. It's a notion. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's a, it's, it's so much more than that. I think it's. It's so expansive sometimes, like I, like you can see right now, I am sometimes silenced by the immensity of it mm-hmm. because um, the unconditionality of love is something that I'm constantly understanding because the minute I attach a meaning, right, I attach an expectation mm-hmm. of how something has to manifest mm-hmm. when I try to control the... F- flow of a situation mm-hmm. I am setting myself up for disappointments that the other person isn't even aware of okay in my head all right because love because that's my understanding of love because right. that is my lens now how the other person understands it mm-hmm. what the other person brings to the table and how that works together is very different, right? Because that's also love, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. It's, but it's a different kind of love, right? So, like I like I was saying to you the other day that we think we don't have love around us unless we have that significant person. person. Yeah. Because that's the idea that's sold to us. Because right. that's love, right? Of course. However, love exists in so many forms, and. And outside of that one relationship. Yes. Or that one... And by relationship, I don't necessarily mean romantic partner. It could be 
anything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there are so many ways of how that manifests. Mm-hmm. But we, well, society mm-hmm. has made it this story that success in life. Mm-hmm. What is life without love? Right? Mm. Have you heard that before? Vaguely, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, so again, what is life without love? It is, it's, well, it's, where's the fun of it? <laughs> where's the fun of it, right? But it's about how you see the world with the eyes of love. When mm-hmm. I see another person now, I can see, I see the beauty of a flawed person. Mm-hmm. And I fall in love with that. Mm-hmm. And that is everybody. Right. Right? And and that's beautiful. For me, that person's a story. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And that's a that's a story I like like to know. Mm-hmm. And I I live with that curiosity. Right. For people. When I when somebody like I like to say manifests for me, mm-hmm. I have this certain curiosity of of what makes somebody who they are. Mm-hmm. And usually I want to know the parts that they don't talk about. Right. Yeah. Right? Because everybody is not talking about something. <laughs> Isn't that what you're trying to do here? Right. <laughs> exactly. So it's Well, you caught on quick. Yeah, I told you I was a quick learner. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that answers your question, but... To a degree. To a degree. To but a degree again, like does, I yeah. said, it's... I'm no expert on yeah. this. No, absolutely. I think the the subject in and of itself is so vast. It is. Yeah. And it and the interesting bit is that it evolves. It does. It evolves. Your requirements evolve. What you assign value to evolves. What you look for in a person evolves. What you uh, how some uh, love gives you joy mm-hmm. changes. And that's beautiful. But for somebody who doesn't like change, mm. it, it's hard. Mm-hmm. I won't say it's bad, but it's hard. And I think that is where that is where the spiritual aspect of it emerges, right? right. Mm-hmm. That we attach a story. So this is what amazes me. Mm-hmm. That in the larger scheme of things, we are very insignificant creatures. That's true. Right? Yeah. How we forget that so quickly, <laughs> right? Yeah. And because of that, which is why it, there is so much pain, right? Because things are constantly changing. Everything's fluid. Mm-hmm. Even the, the universe exists in motion, right? In, that, in those terms of right. understanding. Mm-hmm. And here we are trying to fit something into an understanding of what we want it to be. And... If that's not like making sure that you <laughs> struggle, <laughs> I don't know what is what is, <laughs> and it's not. So I make it sound like a very easy place to arrive at, but it's not. Yeah, it isn't, and I acknowledge that <laughs> on record that <laughs> it is not. <laughs> but you have to be willing to do the work, right? Because you have to really want that. Because I love love. <laughs> I'm aware I, of that one. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I, I thrive on that idea. I think it's, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that's going to finally be. I mean, I don't know what that is ultimately going to manifest as for me, but mm-hmm. 
but hey okay so far so good and there's a lot of love in my life and there have been a lot of places that I've walked away from there where there wasn't mm-hmm. and it's that willingness to do that that willingness to do that and forgive all people on the way mm-hmm. that made you feel that you were not worthy of being loved because you realize later that they didn't know how to love you right mm-hmm. they didn't know any better they didn't know any better or they were hurting too if they hurt you because usually somebody who's not hurting will not hurt another person it's usually coming from a place from of hurt right mm-hmm. and i think people don't recognize that somehow mm, we would i mean there's a lot of okay again devil's advocate there are places where you would actually get up and say no it's actually coming because the next person is just too egoistic to see or take any other viewpoint because okay even in that situation that person's ego is also a shield right to some pain that e- either they are conscious of or unconscious of elaborate uh our ego is always going to be our protector mm-hmm. i've said this to you before like that our heart who is the chamber of the soul mm-hmm. and the and the ego is the guard at the door that's right. your mind mm-hmm. your mind builds stories so the first time you ever experience pain in your perception mm-hmm. not actual pain but in your perception whatever brings you pain mm-hmm. your ego comes forth because that's its job to protect you right right and you start building that story so if you are continuously pained or wronged mm-hmm. in circumstances where you are not um you don't have agency to protect yourself mm-hmm. usually what happens then is that you look at love with a different lens okay right so the ego then becomes a protective shield becomes the driver in charge it becomes it in charge it forgets that okay i am just the guard at the door right but suddenly it, it thinks that okay i am calling the shots on this one i am calling all the shots now mm-hmm. so when we see somebody egoistic because i've been there right for me i didn't realize till much later that yaar it's it's a cloak it's mm. a facade mm-hmm. till you get tired of it <laughs> right you yeah. get really tired of it you get really tired of being angry or being closed being guarded it's tiring yeah it's exhausting right and to a degree annoying absolutely and that's <laughs> the point right till yeah. you get fed up of yourself mm-hmm. you will not evolve so i'm not say i know 70 year olds who are stuck in the egos so that's not going to go but that's their journey mm mm-hmm. how i am going to understand that person's journey is on my understanding of life right so i have always been that that kid in the family who always said that respect has to be earned right right so ye elders ki ko respect karna chahiye ye karna chahiye i believe that it's supposed to be earned mm-hmm. so i have had locked horns with people i shouldn't have locked horns with mm mm-hmm. because of certain beliefs that i had and now i don't know where that courage comes from mm-hmm. or why i feel that there are certain conversations that need to happen right but they need to happen and i waited for somebody to have them for me but mm-hmm. when they did didn't i did mm-hmm. and 
those are cycles i've broken right right because what happens then is that people see you differently mm-hmm. because i showed them how i thought now the biggest fear people have is that if i show them who i am will they like me right yeah we all fall in for that one we always fall for that one yeah. and that's a very important one now it's a very tough one to release the need for external validation mhm ki i will i have to tell myself every day that that it doesn't matter what the other person thinks does this make me happy mhm does this make feel make me feel good i don't need the other person to like me right i will not do anything for the person to like me mm. to trust mm. that to trust that the way i am is good and lovable mm-hmm. and that the right person will see it for what it is mm-hmm. those people get to stay in my life right and those who don't obviously don't so they'll just flutter away right flutter <laughs> <laughs> <Let it> away <laughs> Um all right that's it that brings me to another interesting point so you make it sound and uh, you make it sound like who i am as is is it and by it i mean finite and i know not at all hmm. not at all right. but why do you say that that was advocate sure <laughs> just ex- expected that one. <laughs> so Come on, I should know me that much by I now. I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So No, so okay, let me let me bring yeah. it back to something that's <clears throat> a little more specific. Right. Uh what I mean by that is we've been talking about at least how we started the show was the subject of identity. Right. Yeah. And how that happened was because I was in fact struggling with my own identity. Right. To a, in fact till date I do. Right. We all do. And I've begun I've come to accept the fact that that's not necessarily a struggle. It's going to be a constant shift. Absolutely. So I'm never going to be one person. I just started by saying that I'm no longer the person who wrote the book. Precisely. Right? That's what I'm saying. Mm. So our definitions also evolve. Mm. Right? Our understandings evolve, our expectations of and our needs evolve with mm. time. Because identity is fluid. Again, identity is also a construct. Hmm. Right? Right. It is what I identify with today. Now how rigid I am going to be with that definition. Mhm. I have lived my life saying ki yaar main aisa nahi karti. Hmm. Right? Or I don't do this. I don't do that. Those were things that I have judged in different people. Right. Or things that I would judge myself for for making certain choices. Mhm. But now I get it that people are entitled to their own choices. It is mm-hmm. up to me whether I agree with them or I don't agree with them. and that's completely okay right and that everybody is entitled to their own opinions ways of being ways of living mm-hmm. and that's beautiful right right the minute you start seeing the beauty of the uniqueness everybody each person brings to the table, table yeah i think it's like am i going to be divisive and say ki are you are not like me you are not like me so no, doesn't work or should i say oh there are more people to love mm-hmm there's different people like variety <laughs> in that sense and yeah. i know uh, that sounds wrong <laughs> it came out wrong but <laughs> but you know what i mean in a larger uh, mean, yeah. larger sense of the word because right. again love is limited to the certain understandings that we have mm-hmm. 
but the beauty of a person in all their complexities it's delicious mm-hmm. i can't think of a better word like it's like every time i listen to a unique story i go like wow mm. isn't it and it's like wow what's going on in that head and you know that yeah and for me that's that's beautiful mm-hmm. you know to see somebody like that and to see to the ability to see that and lend that kindness to everybody that i can mm-hmm. because i have been unseen i have been unheard mm-hmm. or rather i have perceived being unseen for who i am mm-hmm. for how i wanted to be seen that's also there right right there's always that layer also that there is this understanding of who you are and at some point somebody told you something by off chance because somebody was in a bad mood or didn't get you and you think okay my being does not matter mm-hmm. or how i think does not matter that there is something more important than me so it's that right it's mm-hmm. not it's we we've, we've had this conversation is self love self absorption right yeah right that's a very very uh is self love selfish yeah yeah which is something i mean uh which is un- so i I've, i haven't made you meet her but tanvi talks about it beautifully right i did i did selfish. hear yeah i did hear her uh podcast with yeah. you yes yeah. she she has a lot of interesting th- ideas i would like <laughs> to meet her sometime <laughs> but yeah but yeah. yeah so the thing is that uh i think it's the biggest favor you can do to everybody around you love to, yourself to love yourself to love yourself unconditionally mm-hmm. not not with if i have this i am lovable <laughs> if i have that then i'm lovable if mm-hmm. i have so many you know when you when you attach meaning to your personality by accolades or achievements and all those things then you are not loving yourself you're t- trying to give yourself excuses ki iske bina i can't love myself right who am i without this the point is to find identity without all of it mm-hmm. right interestingly i don't know like a lot of people might think i was unlucky i think i was lucky being put into a circumstance where i had to let go of all the meanings and all the pers- personal achievements i have associated with and mm-hmm. i had a year to like literally introspect right and understand that i am okay even when i'm not bringing in a check mm-hmm. i'm lovable then mm-hmm. i am okay when i am not married mm-hmm. as i should be at my age mm-hmm. i am okay for a way I, for the way i look so a lot of those things right and these are things that everybody yeah struggles with yeah. and these are things these are very relatable things so having the chance to introspect mm-hmm. to recognize that it does not matter who likes me what is important is i like me what do you think about yourself when you're by yourself absolutely yeah. exactly yeah. who how do you talk to yourself what does what does your self talk sound like right do you call yourself you idiot <laughs> we do that yeah. we right? do that we do that and who was the first time who said that to you who gave you that vocabulary why mm-hmm. do you think that about yourself mm-hmm. because we then 
I have been somebody who struggled with perfectionism. Mm-hmm. I haven't done a lot of things out of the fear of perfectionism. That if it's not perfect, then it's not what we have. Yeah. But I've changed that conversation in my head. Mm-hmm. That it doesn't matter if it's perfect. At least I have to get moving. Yeah. Because you cripple yourself with mm-hmm. that anxiety, right? It's mm-hmm. not going to turn. Because what will other people think? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But. now it's i laugh because we've been there both of us yeah. yeah and which is why we are here which is why we're here and it's just that right and then understanding that i wasn't born an expert in anything mm-hmm. nobody is everybody is learning they're just they're just pretending better <laughs> and some of them are not actually some yeah, of them are not pretending at all no because they have cracked the code yeah <laughs> so the point is that i i believe that identity is something that's a work in progress mm-hmm. and Always. It, yeah and it's something that that is constantly evolving mm-hmm. however at some point in our lives it's important to introspect what are our core values yeah to have that conversation in ourselves with ourselves that what is important to me mm-hmm. minus what i was taught minus what i have consumed from popular culture minus what anybody i have had a connection with sees me or assigns meaning to mm-hmm. what is important to me and that and that is an act of self love right to give yourself a space the space to identify that and then say that this is who i align with with an open mind mhm so for me it's like as long as nobody is getting hurt mhm it's important for me to explore the freedoms of free all the freedom i have to be who i am mhm however at one point i realized that sometimes you make a tough call mm-hmm. and somebody might get hurt right and then the self bashing ensues right <laughs> however i think that all we can do is live with kindness right make the difficult choices with kindness mm-hmm. just be kind i mean how hard how hard is it like uh, ashish said <laughs> <laughs> just don't be an asshole <laughs> Right. I I I think he <laughs> he cracked it. <laughs> he called it. He called the lesson of life. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean. It, and if he hears this, he's probably going to be jumping with joy. I can. I am sure. There, there are going to be tweets all over. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but we talked about that, yeah. right? Like that's the key. Mm. I mean, it's just about striving for that. No matter what your ideology is, no matter what your choices are, no mm-hmm. matter who you become. who you are becoming who you suddenly discover that you want to do to give yourself permission to do those things mm-hmm. but essentially whoever you connected with right just be kind and compassionate enough mm-hmm. to acknowledge their role and right. feeling in something mm-hmm. that's it that's all there is to it <laughs> baki like, you figure things out on the way right you we're all learning mm-hmm. it is a journey yeah right and things change you see that like things change every day in mm-hmm. our own heads yeah because our head our heads are crazy places oh man yeah 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and for that there is a, there is a nece- the necessity to have a core value system is so important because that is what gives you a certain anchoring. Mm-hmm. Ki what is important to me and how how willing am I to stand up for it? Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right. And what then happens is that all the traits that you associate with. there is a certain fluidity to it also but you the consciousness that how am i trying to manipulate those hmm to serve myself mm-hmm. right so that's see that's the whole point to uh, when you're trying to manipulate something you being selfish right self love is not selfish hmm different conversation <laughs> people confuse the two right so it's it's intent right it's the intent of something right like a lot of people who feel guilty to draw a boundary with someone but that's an act of self love mm-hmm. right because we think and respect in a way right yes and self respect self respect is a huge part of self love mm-hmm. it's like it's it's no i i don't ne- I, i don't just mean self respect i mean drawing a boundary is also respecting uh, the other person in a way won't it absolutely Again that's what I'm saying. So when you respect another person, you do that because you have some respect for, for yourself. yourself. Right. When you love another person, you can only do that because you have some love for yourself. yourself. Mm-hmm. We are mirrors after all, right? Mm-hmm. And the ability to flow through that and that understanding. I think people don't take the time to think about all these things because it's very uncomfortable. Because it's a void, right? Suddenly all these when you let go of all these ideas is like Who am I? <laughs> it's okay to sit in the void sometimes. Right. Yeah. It's very important because the abyss will stare back at you. <laughs> It's going to say hi. <laughs> Hello there. Forward <laughs> <laughs> stop staring. <laughs> <laughs> But right, you <coughs> That's how it works, right? And because so people are very un- I need I need people to be not uncomfortable with darkness right with discomfort because you are not accepting a complete whole side of yourself mm-hmm. because it's it's that acceptance that self acceptance that you have okay i do this also i am this also because you're human right so there for me there are no, there's no positive or negative i don't recognize duality like that anymore because mm-hmm. it just is when somebody just messes up they're human right when somebody excels they're human because within us we have the capacity for lowest of lows, lows and highest, highest of highs, of highs yeah. and it's recognizing that mm-hmm. and when when we judge ourselves for our flaws we are being so we are, we are building the story of defeat right nobody else needs to write it for us mm-hmm. right and as i talk to you i'm also thinking oh i need to examine that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's yeah. that's how it is right and that's always a new thing to inc- self inquiry is extremely essential and i mm-hmm. think it's something they should teach uh, teach in school mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean i'm going to go right down and say that that it's so important to teach people so here's the thing right it's something i when i was working with unicef i realized mm-hmm. that there's this term that they have children at risk yeah right and so exposure to violence 
or exposure to anything for the matter. Mm-hmm. Children are so impressionable, impressionable in that sense. I still am, but hey. <laughs> but we're all children. Exactly. And that's adulthood is a myth. <laughs> Different conversation. Different conversation. We're so, going to need five podcasts for that one. But yeah. Anyhow, but yeah. so th- that whole point. So there's this thing that they say that um domestic vi- violence or any kind of violence that you expose a child to in war situations or bad situations, malnourishment, whatever it may be. But in terms of violence per se, they either turn victims for all their lives. or they turn into perpetrators mm-hmm. right yeah and to understand that and to understand that it doesn't have to be a an actual event mm-hmm. sometimes because in our in in a child's head yeah everything's magnified right right even the littlest of things that an adult will not think of and will brush off a child might look at it as something extremely defining right mm-hmm. so it's very it's it's not easy what i'm asking but to go back and travel into mm-hmm. exploring our own journeys right is something i think i'm a little addicted to mm-hmm. <laughs> but but it's something that is necessary to understand ourselves because right. that is where the answers are, are right mm-hmm. in the places that we refuse to look at right and we've been there we've <laughs> been <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, my second last question. Okay. Cuz we're going to recap this right away. We've spoken about a bunch of things, but it's I mean, if you were to say someone had to start with this particular journey. Cuz a lot of people don't really know they're on one. Right. So the idea of consciousness, right? Hmm. If someone were to were to take were to listen to us today. Hmm. And say, "Okay, I want to take my first step." Okay. What is that first step or series of steps going to be? That's a tough one. <laughs> See because again, it's it's a very individual experience. Mm. Right? It takes so a lot of people, God bless them, are not jol- jolted out of their usual existences mm-hmm. because it usually takes something to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. However, I also know people. It hap- something happened, and nothing changed. <laughs> also, because yeah. we are essentially people who, I mean, experiences are always happening to us. Mm-hmm. It is a choice whether we want to learn from them or ignore them, right? Right. So, if somebody were to start on this journey, I would believe it's a simple exercise to just identify what is important to me. Mm-hmm. what is important to me in terms of a value system like uh not i want to make so much money yeah not on those terms not on the superficial terms because yes also there those are all important things because only then can you have the luxury of self inquiry mm. when a certain few things are taken care of no. i'm not saying that give everything up and do that because mm. that's not the plan you have to live in this and exist and succeed in this society but just to understand to explore and i would ask everybody to read more to look at people who it's very important to look for mentors right mm-hmm. to whoever that you resonate with understand why you resonate with them 
what is it that they learn from their journey what is happening with you that you're struggling with and to have those conversations mm-hmm. i think the biggest thing is to talk about it because it was only when i began talking about it i realized how many people out there were also just this. looking for somebody yeah. to yeah. talk to about it right so hashtag let's talk <laughs> in that sense right because yeah. it's just that i mean we underestimate the power of an honest conversation mm mm-hmm. and i think people just need to know and find those people who they can actually start having these conversations the comfort of sharing what troubles you mm-hmm. and then examining and try taking the time to examine them right to essentially be ready to sit in your discomfort mm-hmm. we'll start you on your journey in some way or the other because after that you and it's very important to be honest with yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and everybody around you and that is not an easy ask yeah and i think that is what you essentially need to struggle i mean be ready for right. be willing to do mm-hmm. because i think that's the only thing that keeps me on this path mm-hmm. and i i i apologize to you for being honest but i can't help it anyway also <laughs> and i've told you to not yeah, be yeah i know it's that is how it is it's just yeah. but now it's a habit and i'm yeah. i'm okay with it yeah it comes with it's like that right either 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 the other person is going to receive it so they tell you that okay they are on in this they're with you with yeah or they to, they show you that they are not mm-hmm. and you know that okay that person is not for me mm-hmm. yeah and that's all there is to it right and that willingness to okay okay this is what it shows me mm-hmm. so that is what people struggle with right mm-hmm. that no i have to get them to like me no you don't have to get anybody to like you the right right people will like you yeah and you love being liked by them <laughs> is that you yeah. know we f- run after things that we do and people that we don't essentially like yeah because validation maybe but That's we for yeah standing yeah, yeah but we don't appreciate the ones that we really like because once you focus on that you find more of that mm-hmm. and that group grows and then you don't have energy to chase those other people because you're just so focused on the ones that are like giving you this high of being liked and being mm-hmm. happy and mm-hmm. seeing you completely <laughs> and that's all there is to it and i don't know reach out to me talk to me if you want help it's like that which was going to be my last question <laughs> so if you're comfortable where can these people reach out to you uh they can find me online mm-hmm. i'm on instagram mm-hmm. i have a page called aisha mahanti mm-hmm. uh and lady writer 25 i'm and open on both and that's it for now yeah. and email aisha.mahanti@gmail.com awesome yeah thank you adhar <laughs> <laughs> thanks a ton aisha <laughs> thank you for making yeah. me do this i believe i don't know well i'm glad you did i'm glad you did I'm glad I did too. <laughs> Thank you for making me do this. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah, you dragged me to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right guys, I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Um I had taken a break uh for a week because it took me a while to get this one on board. <laughs> I'm embarrassing her. Mm. Um having said that, um as always your feedback is very important to us. I hope you t- I hope you went through the conversation and the key takeaways here is The key takeaway here is simple. If you are going through something or you want to start this journey, the most important thing is to talk about it. 
So you can reach out to me, you can reach out to Aisha, you can reach out to anyone you resonate with. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. I'll see you next week.